Support for the YBO podcast comes from the Digital Discovery Network, where regular people have real conversations. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Young Black Independentated. I'm your host, Christina Royster, and today I'm joined by one of my very best friends, Naomi Vasa. So if you know me, you know, I have like five girlfriends and Naomi is one of them. (laughs) She just hasn't been on the show yet. So I'm excited for you to be here. And today we're going to be doing put y'all on as usual. Then we're also going to be talking about colorism, which affects both me and Naomi in different ways. And then we're going to end with dope or nope. So are you ready? Yeah. show on this week is going to be uh drug lords it's a docuseries on netflix it's been out for a while it's like on season two but specifically i wanted to talk about the episode um her name was jameeker thompson i think so she was like a crack dealer in the, the not the 70s the 80s 90s she was huge she was like a multi-millionaire in la and they called her the queen pin because she ran things, not a king pin, a queen pin. And um, yeah, check out her episode. It's season two of Drug Lords on Netflix. That was a very good, it was only an hour, but I wish it was longer because there was probably so much they could tell about her. What about you? Um, This summer, earlier on, like back in May, I went to EDC, which was a completely new experience oh yeah how was that so that's like edm music yeah yeah and you know me like i'm more into like the hip-hop yeah type of stuff but it was it was really interesting i met really cool people like made some new friends yeah and like now i'm thinking about going to ultra in miami oh that would be fun so. so you guys like slept outside no, we didn't. They oh, do okay. have a camp over there, but... Okay, I couldn't do that. I couldn't yeah. either. I was like, uh, you know what, a hotel. So was it like multiple DJs in one day or just one main one? They have seven stages. Oh, and wow. they have like a whole bunch of like small, smaller ones. So like the... Oh, wow. Not really like popular yet, but like they're making their way up. And then like... How much were those tickets? See, I don't know because my cousin... Okay, wow. That was like my that's graduation nice. present. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> yeah. It Because all that was probably a lot. Yeah. And then um, we were talking about Made in America today and how, like, they're not doing it in Philly next year. Did you hear about that? No, I the didn't The city of Philadelphia that. was like, yeah, we can't have Made in America anymore because um, the neighbors are complaining or whatever. I mean, it is really hectic. Yeah. And Jay-Z was, like, really pissed because they didn't tell him. They just, like, said, we're not doing it. And he was like, what? So I think this year, September, will be the last year. I don't even know who's the headliner. Um, Nicki Minaj, Post Malone. Oh, that's why I was not interested. <laughs> <laughs> I went the year it was Rihanna, so that was good enough for me. All right, well, Naomi and I are going to get into kind of a serious topic today. We're going to be talking about colorism. And all of this started because I saw a tweet on Twitter about, um, basically the girl said, I don't know word for word, but this girl tweeted something like, if you say... I don't date dark-skinned women. I don't date light-skinned women. That is racist. And so, first I agreed with her. I was like, yeah, that's racist. Then I thought about it a little more, and I was like, "Mm, maybe it's not so black and white. Like, there's a little gray area. And I was talking to my mom about it, and I feel like 
this is the final final thought that I came to, the conclusion I came to. Like, if you want to say, if you, don't say it basically. That's what I have to say. Don't say it out loud. <laughs> if you want to think in your head, I only like dark-skinned people, I only like light-skinned people, that's fine. Because it's a preference. Everybody has a preference, you know? That's what I like to call it. I don't want to call it racist. It's a preference. And if you have a preference, that's fine. But don't say it out loud because then you just sound racist. So that's really the conclusion I came to. For example, I have started to notice that I must have a thing for dark-skinned men because my current boyfriend is darker than me. My ex-boyfriend was darker than me. And I didn't do it on purpose, but I guess that's just who I naturally lean toward. And so I'm not going to say, oh, I don't like light-skinned people, but clearly... I must prefer dark-skinned people, I guess. I don't know. So, does that make me racist, Naomi? No, no. I don't think so. I mean, it stems from the fact that people are like, oh, I have a specific taste. Yeah. When you start talking about, uh, oh, I like black women. I like black women. Do you like all black women? Do you like dark-skinned, light-skinned, brown-skinned? Or do you only like curly-haired almost blonde tanache looking black women you know what i'm saying like you can't well you can't pick and choose it's your dating life it's your life Mm -hmm. but you can't say i love black women but discriminate you know and that's what we're getting into today it's called colorism it's not racism it's colorism racist is different you just don't like the whole race you don't like black people at all colorism is within your own race and you know, I thought that this was just a light skin versus dark skin problem, but talking with Naomi, I realized that other cultures deal with this as well. So Naomi, can you tell us a little bit about your color, not your color, sorry, <laughs> your culture, your background, your ethnicity, what are you, people would ask you, and, you know, go from there. Yeah, well, I'm like 100% Filipino, at least I think so. I just got that Ancestry DNA. That's what's up. Out. That's what's up. I need one of those. <laughs> it was on sale. On, on Amazon? Amazon. Yeah, I, I like, need one of those. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I'm Filipino, and a lot of people think I'm Spanish. I mean, I do, like, look Spanish, but... Naomi does hang around the black and Hispanic <laughs> crowd. It's okay. So, like, I look... I look... I fit in there. But it's funny, though, because I noticed within, like, the Filipino culture is that they really embrace the white people. Like, they lighten their skin they like try to look white and mm. a lot of the filipinos is like they try to have children with like america like white americans british people did not know that yeah to like make sure their kid even australians to make sure that their kid ends up like light skin wow and so that's like when black people say oh i want mixed babies i want pretty babies exactly. quote unquote so i'm gonna have a white baby mama okay mm-hmm. yeah and a lot a lot of people know that there's actually really dark-skinned Filipinos. Yeah, I did not know that. Yeah, it's because they're, like, they call, they think of them as, like, barbaric because they live in, like, um, Mm. huts and stuff in the southern parts of the Philippines, and you can't see them because they don't have, like, any of those technologies and stuff. That's why they think of them as barbaric. Wow. So, yeah, I was gonna say, mostly the Filipino people I see are your complexion or a little bit lighter, Mm -hmm. and... So you're saying that people, and this is not just in the Philippines, this is in America. Filipino people are trying to lighten their skin. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Like, my my 
my mom actually has like a whole bunch of whiteners and my mom's actually really really white. yeah because like my mom has part korean in her okay so that's that's where she gets her light skin and that's why i'm like not as dark as mm-hmm. regular filipinos so and i thought it was she tried to get me to lay in my skin i was like that's crazy I'm, I'm your okay. own mom yeah which is crazy yeah that's why i wanted to talk about kind of um naomi and i were doing some reading we read a Time article from 2016 by Lori Tharps. She is the author of a book, Same Family, Different Colors. And that kind of goes to what you're saying about how we have the same blood running through our bodies, but we could all come out different colors. And I think that's what's great about being black, personally. Mm-hmm. But if you do come from that kind of judgmental family, then you might be an outcast in your own family. I remember my mom said she thought she was adopted when she was younger because all of her siblings were lighter than her. She was the only dark-skinned person. She was like, do I belong here? And so, yeah, you're saying that you kind of feel judged sometimes by your mom because you are darker than her. Yeah. And, I mean, you you mentioned your uh, your cousins before. So are they lighter than you? Um, I'm actually the lightest, but, like, sometimes, like, will be like oh like you're lighter today or like you're i'm darker today Mm, okay it's like a battle of like who's lighter who's darker wow i mean that kind of goes with uh black people in the summertime black people are always like oh i don't want to get in the sun i don't want to get darker what's the problem with getting darker you know that's like you saying that dark skin is bad and it's interesting because white people want to tan for whatever reason i don't know (laughs) Some white people don't like black people, yet they want to get orange. It it really stumps mm-hmm. me. I don't know. But that's very interesting because um, also in this reading, I mean, as we know, since like back in slavery times, like this author says, dark skin was demonized, light skin wins the prize. So, I mean, we had lighter skin people being in the house and maybe that's because they resembled white people more and slave masters felt more comfortable with them being their house. Whereas darker skin, I mean, even you've said in Filipino culture, darker skin means you're dirty or yeah. you work in the field. Or Can you explain a little bit about that? I mean, pretty much they're outside all the time. So obviously they're going to get darker, mm-hmm. you know, like, like tanning and stuff. Yeah. So it just... If you're darker, that means you work in the field. Yeah, which obviously you're going to stay dark. So, like, it doesn't make sense how people are going to judge that. Mm -hmm. Because you're already putting them in the situation that obviously they're going to They have to work outside. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So, um, another thing that we read. First of all, colorism is kind of new. It's kind of a new idea. First, there was racism. Now... There's colorism. So not only do white people not like black people, then we got black people not liking (laughs) black people. And it's just very hard if you're uh, a dark-skinned woman, basically. Let's just put it that way. If you're a dark-skinned black male or a dark-skinned black woman, your life's probably going to be harder than a light-skinned person. Light-skinned people do get more opportunities. I mean, nowadays I am starting to see a a phase where they're having more dark-skinned models and I don't know if they're actually trying to show diversity or if they're just fetishizing dark skin, you know. Um, I'm glad to see more representation. But at the end of the day, who used to be the cover girls, you know? The light-skinned girls with the freckles, the curly hair, whatever. I don't even... I might be wrong, but, like, 
has a dark skinned girl ever won America's Next Top Model, you know? Stuff like that. So, um, colorism started back in, well, the word was coined by this author, Alice Walker, in her 1983 book, In Search of Our Mother's Gardens. And in her book, she says, prejudicial or preferential treatment of same race people is based solely on their color. So this is how she defined colorism back in 1983. And, um, yeah, basically it's like turning against your own race. And like I said, it's already hard enough. So I really don't need lighter skinned people not liking me and white people and the rest of the world. But I mean, colorism does play a part in opportunity because Naomi, do you think Barack Obama would have been president if he was a little bit darker, if he didn't have a white mother, you know? Probably not. Or Tiger Woods or people like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, Serena Williams is the GOAT of women's tennis, but they yeah. still keep trying to come for her. And yeah. is it because her hair is kinky, coily? Is it because she's dark-skinned, you know? What if she was lighter-skinned? I think about these things. Like, I don't really see... I keep talking about Tanache, but, like, I really don't see people like Tanache having issues. <laughs> and I think Tanache even came out and said, like, I get judged so hard for being light-skinned. I'm sorry, honey, but I really don't think it's that hard to be light-skinned. I really don't. If somebody's listening and you think that you have a tough life because you are light-skinned, please let me know. Because I really don't know. I mean, I feel fortunate. I do. Because I am brown-skinned, I'm kind of in the middle. When I think about my dark-skinned sisters... My dark-skinned friends, they have a harder time seeing themselves on television. They have a harder time buying makeup, stuff like that. Because it's just like people don't think about all skin shades, you know? There's not just one way to be black. There's not just one way to be Filipino. There's a whole bunch of different shades, and we need to recognize all those. Definitely. Like, um, even Michelle Obama. Like, when they call her an ape and all that stuff, Why? Because she's brown skin. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just really grinds my gears. It makes me mad. <laughs> These are things I think about. And so then Naomi and I did a little further reading. And some sociologists have proven that health, wealth, and opportunity are better for lighter skinned people. So this is scientifically proven. The statistics have been ran. And they actually did this study with Mexican Americans. So they said that Mexican Americans uh, graduated college more if they were lighter skin. Um, they also said that some darker skin women were suspended from their colleges more often than lighter skin. Oh, wow. And I think that just goes to show that your color somehow equals your value these days. And that's just not the case, you know? Like you said, when people see darker skin, they think, oh, maybe you're dirty or maybe you're poor. Like, that's not true at all. So... I remember I watched this video of Argentina. Have you ever seen a black Argentinian person? No, I don't it's think because, so. It's because, like, I forget what year it was, like, similar to the Holocaust. They, they did a mass, they, they did a did, massacre of dark skin people? They did a massacre, yeah. And oh, like, my God. Even, like, people that still were, like, made it through, they left Argentina because, like, they didn't wow. want to be. And, you know, Argentina is a pretty big country. Wow. Which is crazy. Well, isn't that the same for, like, Dominican people, too? Aren't there some, like, darker Dominican yes, people? Yes, And some Dominican I people remember... are just like, oh, I'm not. You know, and that's another thing. This isn't colorism, but it kind of pisses me off how, like, 
Latin American people will be like, oh, I'm not black, blah, blah, blah. Yes. Come on. Yes. Y'all are all Afro-American, whatever, right. Afro-Latino. You share an island with Haiti, for God's mm-hmm. sakes. Come on. Some yeah. of y'all been mixing somewhere. <laughs> Don't try to act like you better because you light. I'm sorry. Right. Oh, my God. Yeah, I think I think that sounds familiar. Well, like you said, over in Asia, there are some darker skin Indian people. Yes. And when I see them out in America, I think they're black. So I see their straight hair that I'm like, oh, they're just darker Indian skin people. Mm-hmm. And I remember I did a project on how Pons was promoting some wild whitening cream in Asia. And that's like legal over there. Yeah, Could you imagine if they did that in America? It is very popular. Like sometimes like my mom will get packages from like my aunts from the Philippines of like different types of whitening cream oh my God. and like soaps and all that type of stuff. I, when I see that in the multicultural section at Walmart, I'm like, why would you need this? They have skin lightening face soap and stuff. Mm-hmm. I think it's like Palmer's or whatever. I mean, there was a, a time that, like, I was like, why is my face getting lighter? And I realized I was accidentally <laughs> using whitening cream. I was like, what wow. is this? Well, at least we know it works. <laughs> wow. I mean, there's just so much we could talk about here. Yeah, but... we could honestly keep going. I mean, but I want to go back to the whole colorism and dating. Mm-hmm. Because if you have a preference, like, I feel like that's okay. Yeah. As long as you're not putting down other people. Now... I mean, this is kind of about interracial dating, but, you know, there was a time when Michael B. Jordan went to Italy. He was partying on a boat with some white women and everybody was like, wow, where's the black women? You don't love black women? He was like, well, number one, I'm in Italy, so it's only white women. Like, can y'all get a grip? Then everybody was like, well, why didn't you vacation in Nigeria then? And he was like, come on now. He's like, I love black women. I just enjoyed the company of white women too yeah and yeah i would like to see michael b jordan a strong black actor marry a strong black woman but hey if you want to date the opposite race go right ahead just don't put down other don't put down your same race Mm -hmm. and so far he hasn't done that or anything so that's fine in my book but yeah once you start putting other people down then you're a colorist yeah and I'm trying to think if I've ever been colorist. I don't think so. I would admit it to y'all on the podcast. I would admit it. But I don't think so. Well, I mean, there are times, though, when I see light people and I'm like, are they Hispanic? Are they white? I don't know. It's kind of like this game I play with myself. Like, can I guess their ethnicity? Yo, I saw... Okay, so I did work with this lady. Her name was Victoria Grooms. Don't look her up on LinkedIn. Sorry. I just <laughs> I just said her full name. But, like, she had a typically Caucasian name. Yeah. And she had, like, long, curly hair. Mm -hmm. It wasn't, like, an afro or, like, poofy like mine. Her hair was, like, long and, like, straight and, like, curly. And so we were coworkers. I I met her at the staff retreat. She was from Cincinnati. And I just asked her flat out. I was like, what is your ethnicity? She's like, I'm black. I was like, no. Come on. No. And maybe that is colorist of me to think, like, there aren't black people with long, pretty, curly hair. There aren't black people with the last name Grooms. I don't know where she's yeah. from. But she was like, as far as I know, I'm just black. And maybe that is my colorist moment where I was just like, wow, she's way too... Because she, her complexion was like, she just looked like a tanned white person. So I was like, no, you're not black. But apparently she was. So that was a learning moment for me. You can't just assume anymore. Yeah, you really can't. And you know... Since we're talking about that, 
there's what didn't they say them like in the next 30 years or something there's not going to be just black and white anymore they say like everybody's mixing so much like the typical human will be mixed or whatever time magazine said that or something maybe that's like just in america though yeah but the point i'm trying to make is like everybody is mixing in, in so many ways we're yeah. not going to be just black and white anymore. Yeah, that's why everybody does the Ancestry DNA or yeah. like the 23 and Me because they want to see, like, oh, I'm not just white. Yeah. I'm not just black. Like, oh, I have, like, different types of stuff. In and me. so at that point, what are people going to criticize us on? If you can't tell from my skin tone, then what are you going to be criticizing me on? My hair? My facial features? You know? It's like even if you are an ounce of black, you're just black. To white people, if you're half black, you're black. You know? Yeah. It's not like you can really claim your white side. Like It's like that black side overtakes everything. Mm-hmm. But that's a different topic. I'm not biracial, <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, that's like when people come up to me and they're like, oh, what are you mixed with? Your hair. I'm like, nothing. Leave me alone. I really don't know. I need to do one of those ancestry tests. But it's like, why does that matter? Why does it matter to you? Am I a better black person if I'm mixed? Am I a better person, black person if my hair is curly? What's the difference between my 3C hair and somebody's 4C nappy hair? What's the difference? Like, who cares? Well, we do know there is a difference in America. <laughs> Unfortunately, you being lighter than somebody else might be an advantage to you. It's not might. We read it here yeah, in these articles yeah, that it is. Um, so, yeah, me and Naomi have learned that color equals value. Any final thoughts? I think we covered most of it. Yeah. Yeah. I truly, <laughs> I never thought that this would be such an issue, but like there are some darker skinned people who feel less than. Yeah. And they shouldn't. Or there's some lighter skinned people who think they're better and you really shouldn't. Yeah, like yeah. you're in for a rude awakening. Okay, so I actually did not prepare for Dope or Nope, so we're going to do this on the fly. Okay. (laughs) Okay, how about this? Okay. Naomi, I'm looking for, don't look at the screen. I'm looking for, (laughs) I'm looking for things. Okay. Well, let's do One Gotta Go. I like those. Okay, well, let's do Dope or Nope. How about this? Okay. Dope or Nope, baseball, the sport. Oh. See, like, I'm kind of, like, in between with that, because, like, mm. I don't know, because, like... I'm going to put it like this. Baseball is boring as heck to watch, but, like, the atmosphere of a baseball game, that's fun. If you're fun. actually at yeah. a baseball game, then yes. But if you're not, like, just watching it on a TV... It's boring. Yeah. It's boring yeah. as heck. And it's, like, it's so rare for, like, a good game with, like, three home runs. Yeah, and, like, a that's slam. true. That's That's so why rare. I'm a basketball fan. It's more fast-paced. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. How about this? Dope or nope? Takis or flaming hot Cheetos, hot chips. I love hot chips. You like them? Okay. Yes, it's I, a dope for me. It's definitely a dope. Definitely a dope. I like flaming hot Cheetos personally. I never had takis, I don't think. I'm allergic. They have eggs. What? Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, fun fact. I'm allergic to eggs. Yes. Like, I forget allergic. all the time. Like for Naomi's birthday, I'm like, I'm gonna get you a cake. She's like, I can't eat that. I'm Dude, just like, oh. My mom actually 
got me a cake for my well, my graduation. That had eggs in it? It had eggs. And, like, Aww. my face was on it. Oh. <laughs> and I couldn't even eat it. <laughs> I had some of that cake. Oh, you poor thing. I always forget. My mom even forgets. She's like, you want this? I was like, I can't Aww. eat that. How did you find out you were allergic to eggs? Uh, when like, I from was, birth or? I actually, like, developed it. Oh, okay. Yeah, they found out when I was, like, four. That oh, was no. Oh, that stinks. Okay, last one. Dope or nope, Chance the Rapper. Dope. Yay! <laughs> I was going to say, like, you need to get out if you don't like Chance <laughs> the Rapper. I mean... Do you like him as a rapper or a singer? Like, when he sings sometimes, I'm like, mm, cut it out. Like, just rap. Yeah, his singing is like... It's not that he can't sing, it's, it's just like, like, you're better at rapping. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank of you course. for talking about colorism. If you guys are still listening, make sure that you subscribe, comment, rate, like, share this episode with your friends. Tell them about the podcast. Naomi, where can they follow you on social media? Um, I have an Instagram, uh, Naomi Baza. And I have Twitter, Naomi underscore Jane. Facebook? No, they don't need to follow you on Facebook. Yeah, no, Snapchat? I, Are you still using yeah, Snap? Yeah, I still have Snapchat. That's also Naomi Baza, but at the end it's two A's. Yeah. I'm not really using Snap anymore. But they do have good f- filters, so I gotta keep it. Yeah, I use, like, I, like, take a picture. Download it and, and then, then put, put it, it on, on Instagram. Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> and make sure you guys follow me on Instagram, Miss Chris D. That's M-I-S-S-C-H-R-I-S-D-E-E. And Twitter, C.D. Royster. That's C-D-R-O-Y-S-T-E-R. Bye! Bye! <laughs> Yay! <laughs>